Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm going to be talking to you today about anger. Anger is something that comes up a lot in my marriage counselling and it's something that some couples say they don't suffer with and some couples say they do suffer with and yet when I dig deeper and when I speak at length to couples in the one-to-one work that I do, I find that even in couples where they say that they're not really having any rows or fights and they don't argue, what I'm finding is there's a lot of angry silence. So do you have angry silence in your marriage or is one of you having angry outbursts where it's really affecting the quality of your relationship and quite often, I'm not sure if that's true for you, but the quality of your life. Anger can be very disruptive to how you feel, whether it's you being the one angry or whether it's your spouse being, you know, over angry. Now, before I start, let me just say that anger is a normal and healthy emotion. It's perfectly healthy to feel angry when you've been mistreated or wronged by someone you love. But when it becomes consistent or explosive or spirals out of control, or when it leads to days of, I'm not talking to my spouse, you know, painful silence. It can have serious consequences for your marriage, for your health, and for your state of mind. If you're the one that's hot-tempered in your relationship, you may feel like it's out of your control, that it's your nature and there's little you can do about it. But you have more control over your anger than you think. You know, I have lots of men... Um, come in our marriage coaching sessions and, and and women as well that say I can't control myself I just I get angry and that's it I'll explode it all comes out and that could be a sign that we're dealing with a lot of built-up resentment so do stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about how to overcome resentment in an up-and-coming podcast but it can also be about um just different ways to manage the anger. And that's what I'm going to be covering today. I'm going to be covering with you why we get angry. And the reason I'm sharing why we get angry, first of all, and this is the first part of the anger series, I am going to be creating some more podcasts on anger. So hit the subscribe to make sure you don't miss any, is because once we understand why, then we can look at the different ways to address it. We can look at, okay, how can I get my want, what I want in a different way if that's your motivation or find a different solution to, to the why. So let's get into why we keep our anger so that we can and letting it go. So number one is to punish and make things fair. People keep their anger to punish someone either with their bad attitude or anger-legged actions or the silent treatment. And in doing so, They feel that life is fairer. The angry mindset is, if they did something bad to me, 
It's unfair if they don't get to be punished. But if you punish someone with your anger or your bad attitude, you're just creating more punishment for yourself. As it doesn't feel good to act unlovingly or be spiteful. And most people that I've worked with find that guilt often follows angry outbursts. And guilt is one of the most horrible emotions to feel. It's like, ah, I, I, I feel terrible. And that can sometimes feel worse than, than any of the other emotions because it's attacking you when, you when you feel guilty. So with this, I want you to sort of examine and think, is it my role to create punishment for my spouse? No. Is it my role to hurt them? No. Do I want to be hurting them? Is this one of my core values? Is this why I got into this relationship? No. For most people, that is. And then you would ask yourself, does me getting angry make things fair? Does me giving my spouse the silent treatment make things better? And more often than not, people I work with will say, no, of course not. Does it make it fair? And my spouse doesn't deserve to be punished. So just think about that. Who are you really hurting when you're being angry and when you're exploding or when you're just giving that silent treatment? Number two, the reason people get angry, is to teach them a lesson so they don't do it again. And this is why people you know, focus on, on thinking, well, I'm going to get really angry and then this is my form of retaliation, this is my revenge... And they're not going to do that to me again. The problem with this approach is it doesn't work. If you look at your own life, let's say you do something you're not proud of or happy about and you get angry at yourself and you guilt yourself about it, you may feel terrible inside, but nothing changes, does it? You cannot really, or I don't think you can at all, without coercing your spouse, um, to, to change their behaviour by you getting angry. People change their behaviour when they're motivated in a positive way to change, especially in a marriage. Let me go back to the example of you again. Let's say you eat too much fried or sugary foods. You overspend way over your budget. You drink far too much at a party. Or do something else that you really regret or don't like. And you get angry at yourself. But does that help you? No. It makes you feel worse. And in turn, it can lead you to indulge in more unhealthy behaviours. Anger and angry outbursts and angry silence can do the same. You can get so angry and then you feel guilty about it and then you just get angry again and you say it's your personality. or you know, These things can all repeat itself and you can get stuck in a loop. Guilt... Or anger are not a good way to deal with our emotions and to deal with what we want our partner to change. And they're not good for us. So th this one is a really good awareness as well. And if you're on the flip side instead, kind and compassionate towards your spouse, you have a far greater chance of influencing them and a far greater chance of them listening to you, of them seeing your point of view, and of them changing. If you approach them calmly and say, look, I'm feeling like this, I'm wondering if you could change this because 
it's made me feel angry and you do that once you've had a chance to cool down and I will be covering tips on cooling down that's going to make far far more of a difference so number three is they get what they want another reason we get angry in relationships is because of the false belief that if we get angry we will get what we want and it comes back to the other point I was just making there does it get what you want? Most of the time, no. The mindset of this, this person or the, this keeping on to anger is, if I get angry, they will do what I want. If I scare them, they will back down. This is using anger as a form of manipulation to get something, and this is not going to save your marriage. Manipulating your partner causes hostility, heartache, and pain. Unfortunately, we, try, we tend to learn this from our role models going up. We learn it from parents, we learn it from our teachers, we learn it from other elders we look up to. Because we learn as children, okay, we're misbehaving and we get shouted at. And then we carry on misbehaving and then we get absolutely screamed at, sometimes smacked, you know, depending on where, how you were brought up. And we learn, okay, getting angry and shouting is how you get what you want. So sometimes when I work with men and sometimes when I work with women, they've got these unconscious patterns. They've got these unconscious patterns where something triggers them and that's it, bang. And so we need to work on changing that. So if you recognise this from today's episode, if you can see that perhaps you have got a trigger, then get some help, change that, do something about it to really transform your marriage. Most people that get angry in their relationships and it's damaging the marriage don't want to be angry. They don't want to behave that way. They, they want to be respected. They want to show love and compassion and kindness and care. So see if this is true for you and definitely take action because that's how we get results, taking action. Number four is sometimes people use anger to avoid blame, direct fault away from themselves and basically just deflect everything onto the other person. And this is another way that angry silence or outbursts can be used in marriage. And in my marriage counselling sessions, this actually comes up a lot when we're talking about communication styles and what successful couples do to transform their marriage. It's also a whole section, one of the 10 steps in my 10-step online programme, Save My Marriage. Because this, this step um, of, of successful communication, you must avoid that kind of retaliation that says... I'm not going to listen to you because of the way you brought something up. I'm not going to deal with whatever you're saying because I can't be wrong. And this is basically where one person raises a complaint about something they would like change. And instead of being listened to, instead of their partner saying, okay, maybe you're right, I have done this wrong or I have done that wrong. They just start attacking the, the person saying, well, you've done this or you've done that your behaviour, you did this, you did that. And that's not really going to help a relationship being move forward because what you're doing is you're actually ignoring the main problem or the main grievance that was actually 
being raised. And what that means is that no one will actually be heard. So it can be really helpful to sit down and agree with yourselves the difference between what is retaliation and what is standing up for yourself. Or do that with, with, with someone else and just brainstorm or even on your own think, okay, what's the difference between blaming them and standing up for myself? Because this will help you move forward. And I like to say that standing up for yourself is all about standing up for what you believe in, saying where you think that you're right, but it does not attack a person's personality. It does not attack a person. It does not harm the other person. It's just purely stating your point of view. And the retaliation, is, as what we've just mentioned, is where you're using whatever they've done um, to move away from you. So I hope all of this is supporting you now to understand perhaps what you might need to change or perhaps what you would like your partner to change when it comes to anger in your relationship. You may be wondering, how can this help me? Well, once you recognise the root of your anger and show remorse for the past, then you can attempt to repair the damage and you can be well on your way to saving your marriage. Recognising it is where it all starts, which is why I've covered this today. And the next steps will be covered in the podcast show coming up. I'll cover ways to cool down, or how to cover how to spot and change the triggers of anger. And I will also give some further support for how you can change these other triggers and, and how to stop anger in the moment. So I won't, I'm not going to lie to you. Changing our angry silence and our angry patterns does take practice. You might be doing fantastic for a few weeks and then fall back into that old habit again. Don't beat yourself up. Just keep trying and eventually you'll, you will completely change and it will no longer be an issue in your marriage. And that's what I really hope for you. So have a wonderful week ahead. If you do have any questions for me, then you're more than welcome to contact me. Or why not book your free Save My Marriage consultation with me? All you need to do is go to my website, www.savemymarriageprogram.com, and you can just sign up there. In the session, we'll look at where you are now, where you want to be. We'll look at the challenges that you're facing and how to overcome them. And we'll look at a step that you can take right away on the day that we speak that will start transforming your relationship. So I encourage you, if you're stuck, to take advantage of that. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness.